People walk around audibly crackling. So they found this lump and they were like, what is this? And then they all died. Welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerd's Way. This is my favourite podcast. What about you, Adam? <laughs> nah, solid solid second place. What? <laughs> but it's our... Uh, all right. uh, we love, can keep trying. I love this podcast, but oh, goodness. There's so many cool podcasts out there, so I've got to continually rotate the top place. Okay. But this is always second. This place has... Our podcast has been first at times. Okay. But it's always going to be second. And then eventually, you know, it'll keep pumping up to first and then get knocked back down. Mm, yeah. I'm very offended. You should be. So, welcome everybody to another glorious, fantastic episode of Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerd's Way. So intensely educational that people have been known to hemorrhage from the nose and ears from the just amount of sheer knowledge that is being dropped into their cranium. Or perhaps because of it melts their brain because of how bad it is for you. Potentially, yes. Uh, there should come with several warnings. Uh, listening to this podcast may induce coma, uh, hallucinations, deep psychotic rage, unknown, uh, you could say unknown uh, phobias that may pop up from time to time. A whole bunch of and a whole host of side effects included in this podcast. You've been a, in a coma for 30 years. This is the only way we've been able to contact you. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! What was that sound? Did anyone hear anything? No, 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 not at all. Uh, So, uh, since we haven't done anything remotely surviving the apocalypse for some time now... I don't know what you're talking about. Movies and TV shows are (laughs) the best way... Pop culture is the best way to survive the apocalypse. Exactly. You bury your head in the sand and everything else will just run you by. This has been proven by at least... Zero to ten scientists. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, that's correct. It's, no one can argue with that fact, John. <laughs> oh no! That just kill me. Went down the wrong way. Oh, okay. The worst intro we've ever All the best. John just gave himself Ow. a concussion I by said, slamming like, himself on the mirror. Now, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, this, uh, what we're going to go through today, very quickly. Ouch. Who am I again? <laughs> so, you're, you're just here for a podcast. Okay. Right? Okay. So, what we're going to go through here is what you should have in your survival kit. So, things, let's just say, oh, uh, iPhone is- 10, 2. S. Yeah, you should totally have the next Instagram. generation iPhone. Yeah, you've uh, got to have, you've got to stay on social media. Maybe we like, should. Hashtag zombies. Actually, that's not a bad zombie idea. Zombie selfie. Uh, survival apps. Okay. I'm putting that on our idea list. Well, I mean, you're going to stop the whole podcast just to put an idea for the next podcast? Yep, done. Okay. So, but this one. Uh, this is genuine real life stuff okay. uh, that you should have with you or, you know, in your bucket bag. So let's say there is a... So we're saying Instagram is probably not that great. If you say Instagram again, I'm going to stab you with what I have in my survival backpack. All right, all right. I'll let you go with your proper <laughs> proper one. But I still think Facebook is going to help us. Maybe, hey, it could in the end. I mean... There's that thing where you tick if you're safe. It's like the, the apocalypse oh. happens and then someone in the Facebook studio, when they're about to run away, they're like, all right. And then it has, is it, are you safe? And it comes up on everyone's phone. But it's not going to be safe because everybody's going to die horribly. Yeah. It just answers no for you by default. <laughs> by default. As soon as you open it, it's just like, yeah, no, you're not safe. All right. All so right, What should we put in this? Adam? So let's just say it all depends on... Actually, you know what? We're just going to go baseline stuff you should have in there regardless, because this will help you out in any situation. Okay. So, first things first, as John knows, I always have one. It's a knife. Always have a knife. So you should always have a knife in your bug out bag, essentially, in your survival kit. Okay. So that could be a whole bunch of ones. So... Being in Australia. Like butter knife? Is that what you Yeah, guys- no, you know what? I, it could be useful for getting bark off a, you know, a branch for the real knife to come out and do some work. Okay. But no, you want a real proper knife. Now, John and I being in Australia, uh, we have, uh, 
you know, a vast array of bushland around us uh, most of the time out in the wilds. Correct, when it's not being scorched into oblivion by the sun through oh, the hole in the ozone layer. This is true, yes. But uh, I have a survival bushcraft knife and a couple of books on bushcraft survival as well. So you should okay. always have one of those. Now, you can have a pocket knife because that's still going to help you, but basically you want a fixed blade knife to have with you at all types. So what do you mean by fixed blade? So a fixed blade, imagine a, well, imagine a butter knife. That's a fixed blade. So a folding knife is one that you fold. So um, like Swiss Army knife type thing. That's- well, Swiss Army knife would be a pocket knife. Right. Um, so a fixed blade knife is one that goes from point to point, essentially, and doesn't yep. fold or change. Uh, so you, those are the best type of blades you can have in... It's going to last longer, right? It's not going to... Yeah. And it's easier to sharpen, easy to maintain. Uh, uh, there's a lot of benefits to that. All right, before we move on from knife, mm-hmm. I know I'm dwelling on this a bit too long, but how do you keep it sharp? Well, or is that in the next item on the list? Sharp enough? No, no, Because I actually. don't have one of those. It's, a, it's not, so that's good. Um, there's a couple of ways you could do it. Uh, stone, uh, specific stones. Uh, like quartz won't do it. But anyway, so doing, uh, like, there's methods in which you sharpen knives on stone. So um, Adam is other iron. doing a clockwise type yeah, motion. It's with a his small hand. clockwise motion going uh, out, essentially. Uh, and you do that along the blade's edge okay. on both sides. Um, you can use, like, a knife sharpening tool. There's a whole bunch of things. As long as the blade is maintained, um, it will. Keep its edge. It'll be lovely. Hmm. So, yes. Uh, so, the next part is uh, illumination. Now, obviously, you must be careful with illumination. But in the dark, it's always good to have, like, if you're running through some darkened corridor with a horde of zombies chasing you, you don't want to do the classic movie troop, uh, movie troop, rather, <laughs> and, uh, you know, fall over something and get devoured. You don't want to be that extra in a movie. You, yeah. You, well, that's going to be me. We've done the BuzzFeed <laughs> survey. <laughs> I die instantly. In a heroic death. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, wait, wait. So mm-hmm. what do you what do you want to avoid then with the torch? So depending on the situation you're in, once more. But uh, I have at home a torch that can go from uh, like normal proper torch to red to green. So red, oh. if you have like red light, that will maintain your night vision when you turn it off, yeah. which is super helpful because you don't want that moment of blindness. All oh, uh, right. So all of a sudden you see someone, you've got to turn off your light instantly. Mm-hmm. So the red means that your like your uh, rods aren't still activated, so you can see darkness yep. easier. Is that how it? That is really cool. I've never really thought about that before. So and not to mention, red will be a. a n- not as easy to spot as, you know, blaring white light out of, like, yeah. an LED torch. What's the advantage of green? I have no idea. Because it's, 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 mine's like a signal torch. Yeah, okay, to make signals. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like, <laughs> this is pretty bad, but my torch that I have is a wind-up one. No, it's good. I'm thinking, survival situation, it's good because mm-hmm. it's, like, It's a lantern or a term. torch? It's like about uh, palm size, okay. and it's got a thing that winches out of it, and you can just... Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's probably not good in a pinch, because you won't... You want to like, charge it beforehand, not when getting chased by zombies. Yeah. yeah, or like to alert, you're trying to make your way through some forest, and you see people, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go, guys. And then turn around, and like, they find you. Yeah, fair. Um, but it's good because your battery will eventually run out. Mm-hmm. So this one's going to last a lot longer, potentially weeks or months. Even. True. True. That's very good. Um, so you want that, maybe a lantern. So, you know, you want things to help with illumination. It's always good to have emergency candles, uh, just for, that helps you start fires, things like that as well. So what about citronella to avoid all the mosquitoes? I guess it's b- more important if you're in a malaria area. Yeah, that's true. That that's round. true. But I mean, we have a malaria. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. But you want um, generally you sh- get a malaria vaccine. You yeah, know, things okay. like that. So uh, you want a good, strong, like hiking backpack. Uh, or a bug out bag. Okay, because mine is right next to you right now, and it's kind of like a fashionable grey minimalist type backpack. Now, That's going to fall apart yeah, in well, the wilderness, isn't it? Yes. Um, oh no, <laughs> I need a better one. Just be careful of buying bags on eBay. Okay, because like they the bug look out bags, good, but yeah. the straps will just pull off pretty damn easy. So just be wary of that. So you want um. 
Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can put in there. So you want to take some matches. Uh, waterproof matches are preferable. Yeah, I was um, going to say, just we need to be able to make fires. fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have um, Your knife has a thing on the back and you have a little stick that you can shine flint. along it. Yeah, flint. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Flint a little steel, stick. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And when you draw along it and you put it along this corrugated edge, it makes a huge amount of sparks. Looks really awesome. Plus... Mm-hmm actually will start a fire, right? In the end, yes. So, yes, you want uh, matches or fire starter, anything like that. Matches will be a lot easier to start a fire. What about one of those gas candle lighters? You mean like a... Just like, like a cigarette lighter, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you could use those. Eventually, it's going to run out. Same yeah. matches. Uh, and if... Uh, like waterproof matches, if they get wet, you can still use them. Uh, yeah. If a lighter gets... You know, uh, submerged in water, then it's gone essentially. So, uh, you would like to have a, uh, an axe would be good because if you need to fill like a tree, a saw, knife sharpener, nails, hammer, uh, a multi tool would be good, like a leatherman. They help out in a lot of situations. Uh, <clears throat> my apologies. So, you do want, like I said, Stuff to help you start a fire. We should go over that one day on how to properly make a fire at the wilderness. I'd love to for us to attempt to like watch a bunch of YouTube and figure out how to make fire without anything, mm-hmm. and then have a competition who makes fire first. Oh, good! I like that on location podcast recording in the middle of nowhere. Nice. All right. Cool. I like it. So another one is water. So that's the big thing for. We, as horrible human beings, we need water, quite a lot of it, all the time, every day. And it's very difficult to transport. Yeah, I was going to say, it gets quite heavy, doesn't it? It does. Um, so, there's a couple of things you can do. So, one of the things is called a life straw, which is... Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, really, really handy and good, and really good for survival situations. So, I highly recommend uh, getting one of those to put on there. Also, may sound strange, but non-lubricated condoms are quite uh, helpful for transporting water. Um, oh, yeah. Because they're uh, like that. Uh, airtight, uh, non-lubricated, of course, so there's not going to be any oil or anything like that in them. Uh, it's quite helpful. And they inflate to quite a size. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you want um, water, pur- uh, water purification tablets in your mm. uh, survival kit as well, because if you get water, you find like a, any water that touches the ground is contaminated. That's Don't be drinking out of puddles, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And there's also like you want it to be flowing, not still. Yeah. Because then it becomes stagnant. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you need like a thermoregulation gear. So, you want to be wearing... Uh, I mean, uh, we're quite lucky in Australia when we come to our climate. It gets pretty hot during the day, but it during can. the night it doesn't get freezing cold. Like winter. Think about winter. I mean, Lowest winter, is like negative one if it's uh, a cold, really cold and winter. It hasn't, we haven't had that this winter at all. Yeah. I mean, the lowest has gotten down to is like two degrees in the night. That's about it. And Just it's Celsius, ladies like, and gentlemen. Fine. You can survive that exactly. out in the elements. You get a blanket. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, but, I mean, places like Canada, certain parts in America, things like that, mm. uh, you need thermoregulation to... You, so, put a thermo blanket, uh, like a, what do you call it, like a space emergency blanket, a uh, sleeping bag, things like that, and, you know, we'll be fine with a sleeping bag, essentially. So, um, you want to get a poncho, like a couple of the little wallet ponchos that you can like, fold up. Oh, for rain. Yeah, for rain, just in case. Um, you want nourishment. So, the things you can get with that... You know, are the MREs, the military rations, the uh, yeah. long life rations, um, or you could go with the hunting stuff. So you want to get like a slingshot. I've got my compound bow, uh, whatever's legal. I know obviously America has different laws to us in regards to gun regulation. Same with England and Europe, things like that. So you want to put all those as much as you can into your survival. Okay. Um, Obviously, one of the easiest ways to get food is fishing. Not, well, not easiest at times, but... Uh, <laughs> Most renewable, exactly. like, available. Precisely. So, you want to put a fishing line, like one of the little... Oh, yeah. Roll, like, what do you call them? Yeah, not a fishing rod, because no. it's a bit excessive. But. Exactly. The little circular things, I can't even remember what they're called. The reel. Yeah, that's the one. Good enough. Whatever. <laughs> so, you want one of those in there. There's a whole bunch of stuff you should be putting in your survival thing. Um, That's cool. I've got to start putting one together, just yeah. in case of apocalypse happening tomorrow, which I'm sure it will. Never never know. One more thing. Well, a couple more things. Put a tarp in your survival kit. 
Really? One of the most versatile pieces of equipment. Okay. Because it can be used to help make shelter. Yeah. It can be used to help carry stuff. Um, yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff it can be used for. Really, really, really useful. And then when you start repopulating the earth and making um, like farms and stuff again, it's really good at shading sensitive plants during the hotter months. Fair, yeah. So keep it for five years' time once the apocalypse is cooling off again. Mm. So a couple of things with medicine. So you should be taking some medicine. Uh, one of the probably one of the things you're going to need the most is a modium uh, to help your bowels do their business. Oh, okay. Because you're not going to have the greatest nourishment, essentially, oh, which okay. is going to cause wreak havoc on your system, essentially. Uh, you've got to get a first aid, a little first aid kit. Must happen. Mm. Or else, you know, doom will fall upon you and everyone you love. Um, which, if you, if it, there is an apocalypse-type situation, you don't have one in your house. Well, if you happen to... Ha- come across any office or public building that is has been abandoned, chances are the first aid kit will still be available. True. That's only for, yeah. uh, like, world-ending scenarios. <laughs> yeah. Don't go True. stealing people's uh, first aid kits, please. No, try not to. So, just... Uh, when it comes to this type of stuff, uh, there's goal... Like, you want to be... Everybody is always going to have... Uh, a desire for gold and, like, certain items in okay. the apocalypse, right? So, gold, and this is what uh, certain websites recommend. So, barter and tradable goods. Mm. Gold. Cigarettes. So, correct. Gold, silver, cigarettes, toilet paper. Think about it. Oh, it's not yeah. being made anymore. That's, like, literally on my list of, oh, crap, if the apocalypse <laughs> happens, I need a crap ton of toilet paper. <laughs> and you know what taught me that lesson? What? Supernatural. Uh, the TV show. Okay. Because uh, What's-His-Face gets transported into the future, and one of the characters is like, dude, hoard toilet paper, because that stuff is like gold. <laughs> it's not being made anymore. It's like a luxury item. It is. Pockets. It really would be. So, yeah, you want you want a good... Uh, and alcohol. So, you want a good uh, type mm. of... I don't have any of this stuff. Well, gold and silver, I might, but not like bars of it hanging yeah. about. But jewelry <laughs> and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, just... You want to have a decent bug out bag. So I highly recommend researching what you should put in it. And, mm. you know, if, I mean, it's always just good to have just in case what happens if we're hit by a natural disaster. It doesn't have to be a zombie apocalypse or, you know, nuclear strikes. These type of items will really help you in a natural disaster zone, like mm. a hurricane, earthquakes, yeah. things like that. All this type of stuff really will help. So have a look, ladies and gentlemen. It will help you survive. Also, disclaimer, this is not official survival guidance. If the apocalypse happens and you happen to find yourself in a pickle because a pickle? of the <laughs> yeah, items... Because they use that in official disclaimers. <laughs> because of the items we told you to get, we absolve all responsibility. <laughs> oh yeah, update, actually. I'm picking up my, um... I'm picking up my glorious... Portrait of the Queen I'm tomorrow morning. I'm excited to see it. I really want to see it. So am I. Oh, yeah. The MP messaged me. He's just like, just letting you know this has arrived. Uh, I have set one aside for you. I'm just like, thank you oh, kindly, man. sir. <laughs> yes, glory to the Queen. <laughs> you guys are best friends now. Yep. Message you. What, on Facebook or something? Email. Email. There you go. Yeah. Kind of professional, you know. Wow. You guys are like, you're like this. Yeah. Me and the Governor General, mate. We're, we're all up in each other's business. Uh, yeah. So the next uh, topic we're going to talk about is not the Governor General or the Queen. Uh, or anybody's business. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's a TV show, which uh, I have watched, uh, I think, the first two seasons of. Okay. It's weird. It's not always great, but I like it. It's called Winona Earp. Now, some of you may know, some of you may not. Is this about Winona Ryder? No. That's the only person I know with that name. No, it's uh, the last name, Earp, was a uh, rather famous gunslinger lawman uh, in colonial days of America. Okay. Anyway, it's about his descendants. And it blends Western type of... Well, a Western with supernatural stuff. <laughs> they do it magnificently. Oh, okay, okay. And, oh, my favourite uh, character is Doc Holliday. Uh, just his mustache itself is glorious. I mean, looking at it, you're just like, man, that man knows how to pull off a mustache. It, it's there. That looks like a 
solid soup strainer. So, yes, the... That is... I'm looking at it now on Google Images. That mm-hmm. is a thick moustache. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's well done. Yeah, right. So, it's about this uh, woman, Winona, who returns home. Uh, she left the town because she's running from her destiny, essentially. And all the descendants, and we find the reason why she has left, it's she has basically this curse upon her where all the heirs of Wyatt Earp get Peacemaker, the gun, and have to kill what are known as revenants, which are demon souls, sorry, well, de- well people who have been turned into demons, I guess, um, who come back uh, after they've been killed by Peacemaker. And after every time the heir dies... They get resurrected, and the only way to break the curse is to kill all the revenants. So it's all the heirs have tried this and tried and tried, but never been able to kill all of them. So when they die, all the revenants raise again. So the next person has to try and do it again and again and again and again and again. Mm. Um, but this time it's gotten a bit more complicated. Of course it does, because it's a TV show. Um, <laughs> but it's really good. As I said, it's not always fantastic. But it does highlight some pretty interesting, fun stuff. Highly mm. recommend it. If you like, you know, people getting shot and cool, <laughs> witty one-liners. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Winona herself... Uh, good acting as well, I have to say, for the most part. On Winona and Doc Holliday's part, love it. Yeah. It's brilliant. You should watch it. Okay. I've noticed the Western-type shows are com- making a comeback now. Really? Because there's Westworld. I mean, that's obviously science fiction far future, but... I've never seen that. Set in the West... I've never seen it either, but I've heard about it. Mm. I think maybe the Western genre is making a comeback. Maybe. Maybe. have to tune in and find out. Westerns. Who ever thought? <laughs> I'd love to go back to West. It would be... Pretty great. You I have mean, to distill would, your own yeah, exactly. whiskey. <laughs> have to purify your own water. I just think of Back to the Future where he's there trying to make his own refrigerator and there's this huge contraption <laughs> to make one block of ice. <laughs> no, I think of... Oh, there's this old movie called... Not Sorry, it's not old at all. What am I talking about? It's Seth... Okay. Seth MacFarlane? Uh, a Million Days to Die in the... Sorry, A Million Ways to Die in the West. And it's got Neil Patrick Harris... Sarah Silverman. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this. I haven't seen it, though. I saw it on a plane once. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't side-splitting hilarious, but <laughs> what it did was raise some points of, oh, yeah, living in the West would have been really crud. Okay. <laughs> there's, um, oh, okay. Like the Black Death. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Nice. You, know, you don't want it. No. So I think I'll give the West a solid past. Okay, but watching it through the... The lens of sitting at home in front of my <laughs> yeah. computer, it's thinking, great. wow, this is cool. Well, th- let's not forget. So, this one and a herb is not set in the past. This is modern day. Oh, okay. So it's like the theme is like the the theme song is amazing. Um, so, it's more like Firefly. They've got inspiration from it. Yes, it's not precisely. actually set there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another excellent TV show, Firefly. If you haven't seen it, then you're dead to me. All of you. I don't know the theme song. (laughs) Ah, fun times. Okay, so as I do before every podcast, I end up going on the internet and just trying to find the most weird, scary, strange, or, like, confusing things that the internet has to offer. One time, it was just too confusing, and I left it in the spreadsheet to be talked about at a future date. And I think now is the time to bring Today it up. Today is that date. Bum, bum, Thank you for the dramatic music. It's my pleasure. Um, so this is, if you don't know what it is, it is the Chernobyl elephant foot. Now, already you're probably like, what? <laughs> if yeah. you haven't heard of it. That does not sound creepy in the slightest. Now, this... This is rather fascinating because the way it was put to me is there's this object existing in the world that no one can ever look at lest they die. Now, that sounds like a plot... It's a curse. It's magic, John. Yeah, it's... It's magic. That has nothing to do with science. It's all magic. 
Well, ever since I talked on the last episode about the Higgs field and uh, got thoroughly told <laughs> off by Tyson from Screen Review Time Warp that I got all the facts wrong, I'm now going to avoid ever talking about science again. No, so no, I'm going to explain everything with magic. Uh, see, that's my usual excuse, but now I'm going to explain everything with science. Mm. Um, so, not sure if you know this, but the way light behaves... Uh, what? No, I'm just going to do Okay, yeah, listen back to Adam's... Uh, Thoughts on the double slit experiment. And it's all 100% true. It's probably not. No, no. I mean... 100% true. The result showed correct. Therefore, there are some bits in the The ends justify the means. Anyway, we've already defended... (laughs) We've already defended Adam. But basically, both of us get science wrong. So I'm going to explain this one with magic. Yep, that's cool. Basically, there is a cursed elephant foot in the middle of (laughs) Chernobyl, which is a location that really exists. And people... Just uh, back up there for a second. Okay. So, Chernobyl, what happened there? It sounds interesting. Okay, so basically, some wizards found out the way (laughs) to create everlasting flames for everyone to have in their home. I see. And to create little boxes that tell you stories, also known as a television or something like that. Sounds French. Yeah. Um, So, these wizards were like, I know a good way of doing this, and they created this big white tower made of metal and stone. And one day, the wizards either made a mistake or nefariously planned this all along, and the White Tower exploded, destroying the city, and all of the inhabitants had to flee for their lives. And spreading a vast array of volatile magic throughout the uh, the region, which means it is uninhabitable. Uh, yes, so there's that too magic much is magic. Terrible. I mean, it. It and because uh, funny thing is though, the uh, last I read, oh, this is probably going to get it wrong and get twelve tweets. <laughs> um, but the mulch, like the as like the leaves and everything falling from trees, mm. it's not decaying properly. Well, I'm going to look up to see whether the Chernobyl magic. Causes any problems with, um... Oh, yeah, yeah. The forests aren't decaying properly. The radiation can expose... The magic. The the magic isn't doing it properly. Yeah, not radiation. What's radiation? Something that we all forget Mm. is, um... Bacteria. Like, bacteria is a living thing. Like, Mm -hmm. the decaying process is a form of life just doing its course. Mm -hmm. And radiation is dangerous for life. Mm -hmm. So... Even the bacteria is going to be affected. We just think, oh, it's decay, it's chaos, it's everything getting destroyed. But no, it's part of the cycle. Death is a part of life. But radiation, I mean, weird dark magic magic Mm -hmm. is definitely not a part of life. Dark magic, yeah. So, um, okay, okay, bringing us back. So, the the white tower of metal and stone exploded. Mm -hmm. um, And some more wizards also known as scientists, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. made their way into the remains of the tower and they discovered this gigantic lump in the basement below the core. Mm. What's a magic-y word for core of... I don't no, know. The core sounds the co- good. The, yeah, the core of the, the, magic, core of tower the magic tower. Yeah. Making infinite flames. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the prismatic prism. <laughs> the, so they found this lump and they were like, what is this? And then they all died. Hmm. Okay, that, that's not Horribly. really... That's me dramatizing. No, no. No, no dramatizing here. <laughs> Never. The magic... This is a pure fact podcast. <laughs> okay, so basically what they discovered is it was full of all the um, dark magic hereafter known as radiation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the radiation. Wherein, if you were in exposure to this for... 300 seconds or five minutes for Mm -hmm. those who are not scientific wizards, (laughs) you would die within two days. Now, that is pretty brutal. So, basically, as I said at the start, the quote-unquote cursed elephant foot Mm -hmm. that they found... It's called an elephant foot because... Because it looks like like an an elephant's foot, but it's just a lump of radioactive material Mm -hmm. and concrete that has been melted. Out of the core, (laughs) essentially, and it just looks like a creepy elephant foot. Creepy elephant's foot. So, if you witness this quote-unquote cursed elephant 
foot, you would die. Mm-hmm. So the only way to do it is to have a vast amount of suits and stuff. And there's all these photos that have been taken of it. And it looks like really, really dodgy cameras have been used. Mm. But it's just because there's so much radiation that it destroys the film as you're taking the photo. Mm. Anyway... So, hmm. basically, what they have to do is they made a whole bunch of people. They promised them, I think it was money for their family or something along those lines. And they built this tower sealing off the chamber from the rest of the world. Because all we can do now is wait for this elephant's foot to decay and all the radiation to flow out of it. Do we have a time frame on that? I think it takes up to a thousand years, which, to be honest... A thousand? I thought it was more than that. Yeah, it, I mean, for it to no longer have any impact on the world, probably... Mm-hmm. Like millions of years, right? But a thousand years until we can actually get rid of it in a good way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that seems like a short time, but it's also a very long time. If you think about the world a thousand years ago, like when it was the Roman Empire. I think you're off uh, by about 19,000 years. 19,000. So, 20,000 years for the elephant foot to decay. But Chernobyl I think- today... Uh- well, sorry, hold on. That's not to suggest that the area has returned to normal, because obviously it hasn't. Uh, because of the long-lived radiation in the region, uh, the area won't be safe for human habitation for at least 20,000 years. Oh, wow. And the contents of the tomb containing the elephant's foot will be radioactive for at least the next 100,000 years. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I think what it was is a thousand years until it was safe enough that they could dispose of it properly, like actually start to move it. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah. But again, yeah, like imagine a thousand years ago, the Roman Empire, I think I've got that right. Maybe it's a little bit after the Roman Empire, but basically, like you think about, yeah, 2000 years ago was the Roman Empire, but like halfway to that. And you imagine what the world looked like back in the year 1000 AD. What is it going to yeah. look like in the year 3080? Maybe we'll have a better way to get rid of it by then. But it's just an unfathomable amount of time, really. True. I mean, so science is progressing. Every- magic is progressing every day. <laughs> yeah. um, eventually, the um, the wizards will find a way to do it. I'm, I'll, I have faith in them. Maybe our friend Tyson can uh, come up with a way of <laughs> using his vast array of magic science. His to- nano-magic. His nano <laughs> Maybe nanobots. <gasps> the grey goo. I've got it. Yes, I'll get Maybe the, the elephant's it. foot is just part of the grey goo. Maybe that's how it starts. Yeah. <gasps> Meanwhile, Tyson is just like weeping. <laughs> it's okay, Tyson. We love you. So, John. Adam. Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anybody but yourself? Okay, okay, okay. Do you mean Anybody. Anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you'd have to have eye contact with, like, uh, be able to oh, see them, okay. let's say that. Because I was thinking, uh, immediately my mind goes to some weird, like, executive stock trader on the other side of the world. I can see 10 minutes into their future where they're like, sell, sell, sell. And then whatever that is, mm-hmm. like, I buy that stock. No, it would be when he wants to buy. I don't know. I'd figure something <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know much about stock markets, but then I could make a bunch of money for myself. I mean, I could also just predict someone's. 10 minutes into the future and make money off that. But anyway, my my point is because then I can have a relaxing life. I can buy the island for the podcast and we can uh, all yes. move there to avoid the apocalypse, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Um, but I have to admit, 10 minutes into my own future, I don't feel is that useful. I would choose of anyone else. I see. And the real reason is mm-hmm. because I'm married mm-hmm. and a lot of the time we will be in the house together. So if I wanted to know what my future is, I could just look at my wife's future in 10 minutes' time and I'd probably see me off in the corner of her eye or something, doing something. I see. Fair enough. Okay. Me, I'd totally use 10 minutes of myself because that way you have the capacity to avoid everybody. All the time, every second of every day. Oh, I need to go down the shops. Let me just check. Am I going to run into anybody? Mm, Nope. Excellent. Off I go. Oh, I'm going to run into this person at that time. I'll know where not to be. That's always. Oh, I'm going to the casino. What number is? What number is? Oh, sorry. What? Where, in roulette. What number is the ball going to go? Perfect. Done. Okay. Put all my money onto that. You know, there's a ton of excellent things you could use yeah. here. That's actually he's better. You could. Yeah. Forget about the stock trades and like <laughs> worrying about whether you're supposed to buy high or sell high. 
Um, okay, no, that's good. That actually makes sense. Yeah. I must admit, it's pretty awkward if you're going to the shops and like you're buying something and you see someone mm-hmm. that you know, but you weren't expecting to run in. You're like wearing gross sweatpants and like yep. you might be buying medication or something embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a great experience for yeah, everyone. That's why I just, 10 minutes into the future, done. You're clear from all that forever. It's wonderful. All right, all right. I have one for you. Okay. Would you rather be always 10 minutes late or always 20 minutes early to anything you go to? I would have to go 20 minutes early. Thank you, because when we record the puddler cars, if you're always 10 minutes late, <laughs> I mean, you were probably- I mean, that's pretty much normal, isn't yeah. it? I'm always about 10 minutes Nothing late. Nothing changes there. <laughs> 20 minutes early is pretty awkward, like I must admit, but- I would do that because you can always think of something to do. But if you're always late, like imagine that always late to everything. Your CEO asks you to come to his office. You're 10 minutes late for that. <laughs> like That's pretty bad. 20 yeah. minutes early, at least it's like, what are you doing here? And you just have to awkwardly stand there for a bit. Yeah, I'm cool with that though. So I reckon like 20 minutes early is like that's significantly early. If you're five minutes, even 10 minutes, the mm-hmm. person won't really think about it. If you're 20 minutes early, they're like, what are you doing here? They're possibly still getting ready for you to arrive True. at your house. Yeah, 20 minutes. But still, might I'd, be always be for, I'd always be 20 minutes early. Because even if you have to yeah. wait outside someone's house for 20 minutes, you've, we've got phones and everything nowadays, games, yeah. audiobooks, all that fun stuff. <gasps> oh, sorry, I'll put that in later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one's interesting. Would you rather live in the wilderness, far from civilization, or live on the streets of a city as a homeless person? The wild, oh, nah, yeah, the wilderness. Really, yeah. I might not survive, but there's a little bit of me that's pride goeth before the it's fall, John. Not, it's not pride. It's more like I feel like I would be a burden on everyone if I was asking them for stuff, and that's all I would do in the city. Think about it. In I the city, though, there's more homeless, resources. Right? Yeah, but you can't. You'd be able to drink water. You can't still. get them. Finding water, water in the wilderness is. is- Difficult. I'll give you water because you can always access food? free water. The food, I feel like it's still easier Trash. in the wilderness. Uh, no, nah, I'd still do it. I know I'd be terrible when I die, but I would still You do would it. never be able to kill a rabbit. I would get there once I'm hungry enough. <laughs> Sorry, just had an image of my head of you just like leaning over the corpse of a rabbit weeping while just like <laughs> eating it raw. No, no. Oh, I think I'm going to try and cook the rabbit. What about you? Yeah, well, it doesn't even need saying. You would wilderness. actually do well in the world. I would not do well in a city as a homeless person, I don't think. No. I mean, there was a time when your beard was getting so long that <laughs> That's I... That's true. Yeah, I did look like a homeless Santa Claus. I started giving you extra change. <laughs> telling, <laughs> telling you not to when spend I come, it on cigarettes. When I come to the door, it's like, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's a father. Just see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm supposed to come up with one. Would you rather go to jail for four years for something you didn't do or get away with something horrible you did but always live in fear of being caught? (gasps) Oh, that's a good one. Because the psychology behind it would be... incident we talked about last podcast, you are actually getting away with something you didn't get caught for. I was... This wasn't last podcast. This was a podcast a while ago. Yeah. I, for those of you who did not listen to it, one I was about nine, I think. I was uh, <laughs> I stole a little tube of sherbet. Then I was immediately hit by a motorcycle and hospitalized for two weeks in a coma. Um, <laughs> I think I paid for that. Okay. Um, I right. remember waking up. I know I've said this story, but it's just weird. I woke up and I was just filled with the desire to just urinate violently. Okay. And that's the first thing I did. Then I looked <laughs> into the mirror. Like, I went to... The, like, I got up out of bed. Okay. And then I, like, looked around. Was confused, but the power... Sorry, the urge to pee overpowered <laughs> my urge to find out what the hell was going on. So I opened a couple of doors, found the toilet, went in. And by the time I came out, my mum was there. I'm just like, what's going on? Okay, okay. I, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't think I've ever asked you. How long did it feel like you were asleep for with the coma thing? That's... I, like this has gone back a while yeah, now, yeah. but honestly, I like I know I had some trippy dreams. <laughs> nice. I know I had some weird dreams because I've always wondered if people dream in comas. I guess. Well, I do. Yeah. It was weird though. 
Like, I don't think I dreamt all the time. Yeah. But I know I did dream at some points and it was weird. Because in the movie, you always end up dreaming about things that the people around you are talking about. And there's like some meta story yeah, don't, in there. That did not happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was no and meta. Realize- Dr. House leaning over me going, all oh, right, let's find out why. Oh, I'm limpy and angry. Oh, I'm addicted to pills. Yeah, but I'm smart. Yeah. No, there was nothing. Or like you that. come walking around as a ghost. Like that romantic movie where the girl's in a coma and she's a ghost. What's that called? I can't remember. I cannot remember. Oopsie. Anyway. Um, so, yes. All right. Uh, but to answer your question, I would prefer Just to- Just like heaven. Sorry. No, oh, I haven't The Cure song. I say- <laughs> I would prefer to go to prison for four years. Oh, wow. Because yeah, nah. That, I think I have the to agree. fear of being like caught or anything. I think that'd be paralyzing. Plus, I would get swole ads because I would do nothing else but like push ups in Soul. the cell or whatever. Yep, swole, 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 swole. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Here we go. This one, this one would be good for you. Actually, I think I know the answer to this. Would you rather never use social media sites or apps again? Or never watch another movie or TV show. I this social media sites slash apps. I would just have to do. I this would kill me though mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be able to promote my music or podcast anymore. Yep, which are very important to me. Mm-hmm. But another thing is like I really like movies and shows, and I one day want to be able to make my own. And how will I do that if I can never watch them? To That's see true. What I like That's true. I see. I. I would easily just go with the never use social media sites because that means yeah. I'd never be able to watch Lord of the Rings again and Whoa. I need to watch that. Um, what about when they do the social media thing and they illegally stream like all the Harry Potter movies in a row? Can you watch those on social media? No, before it gets I don't think it down? does. No, I think you would be compelled not to watch it. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. But one of us has to do the other, the other so that we can promote the podcast still. Oh, right. no, are you going to flip a coin? We're going to flip a coin. <laughs> oh, man, I hope... Oh. Number one... Okay. ...means you... Which means you uh, will never have to use social media. Yeah. That means I never have to use social media. Okay. The gem. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Ha, you know, that means I never get to watch a TV shows. Yeah, you Damn, can't watch I never watched Lord of the Rings. Ah, oh, the it's coin okay. has I c- spoken. I can pretty much always... I can just quote it to myself and relive it in my head. It's fine. It's like you go sit down on your couch in front of the TV. The TV, like, magically can't turn on mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but you just sit down and it's like... It began with, with the, the forging, forging of, of the, the great, great rings. rings. <laughs> Three were given to the elves. Wisest. Fairest. Immortal. Whatever. Okay. Here we go. Okay, John, give me another one. Okay, would you rather your t-shirts always be two sizes too big or one size too small? Two sizes too big? <laughs> yeah. You'd be always gangster the comfy. As- You're not just gangster, John. Good God. 90s, get up. I would ju- I'd just be, you know, like awesome, like comfy, essentially. You'd always be warm and snuggly. Yeah, but just definitely. think about how impressive your guns would look, always wearing a shirt one size too small. Yeah, my guns are just... Yeah, ladies, be careful. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. All right. Would you rather explore... Sorry, would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? Nah, the planet thing. Sorry, everyone. Like, I've just condemned you all to do a deadly disease. I do the deadly disease. Not Not for any humanitarian efforts. Because to explore another planet, I'd have to go into go outer into space, space and, and I will never do that. Yeah, we've discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have to accept I want to one day become the doctor himself Fair. or herself now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I want to explore other planets. That's cool. I will be terrified the whole time, like literally panicking. But if I get to do it, fun. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be locked in a room that is constantly dark for a week? Or a room that is constantly bright for a week. I think I know that one. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Yeah, okay. I mean, think about it. No, I'm not even going to say the answer. Well, everyone knows anyways. You can sleep easily in the dark and stay awake easily in the dark. You cannot sleep easily with bright light shining through your eyelids. Yeah, nah, I have to admit I do that one too. 
Okay. Would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? One day only, 24 nah, hours. This one's good. Flight. Really? Yeah. I go invisibility. But you could still fly around and stuff. <laughs> yeah, for a day. It'd be you'd have amazing fun for a day. But if you're invisible, oh, I'd get up to some mischief. Mm. Yeah, maybe invisible is the best choice, but giving up the opportunity Flight. to fly. Oh yeah, like it's it's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. All right, would you? This question's too real. Like this is the most oh boy real a question. real question. Oh god, okay. I've asked. I think most people have to make this choice in their life at some point. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a horrible job but be able to retire comfortably in ten years, or have your dream job but have to work till the day you die? I think. Adam's yawning? Uh, no, screaming in silent agony <laughs> oh, okay. um, and yawning at the same time. Um, for me, oh, I, I'd, no, I'd prefer to have my dream job because yep. that way you can, you'd be happy. Like you'd have more Your joy. Your dream job is full-time shoulder massager for Patrick Rothfuss, right? Yeah, just so, <laughs> just so I can look over his shoulder and be and like- read the books. Yeah, yeah, while he's typing, just be like- Oh, that's good. Oh, poor Ori. And he'd be like, stop it. Like, oh, sorry, sir. Ready <laughs> and then he's like writing the intense climactic scene mm-hmm. where there's the final battle against the... Um, Chandrin. Chandrin. Mm-hmm. And you're like, like really <laughs> kneading into his eyes. Like, calm down. <laughs> or it could be his professional beard stroker. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I'd yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I'd, I'd be happy with that's that. That's a good dream job. Now, I have to admit, I would also do the dream job one. That's because fair. my dream job would be to make music and podcasts and creative stuff. And that would be enough to keep me going. It would be sad, though, never to get to retire. True. But I would just be bored, get bored and do fun stuff, any- like do creative stuff anyway, eventually. Okay. Would you rather... Oh, I'm trying to think of a good one. All right. Oh, okay. Here we go. Would you rather... Go back to age five with everything you know now or know That's now funny. everything your future self will learn. Or Nah, age five. Yeah, totally. Start again, yeah, right? start again, yeah. Because before start. I go, I just be like, okay, I need to memorize these lotto numbers on these <laughs> dates. <laughs> Or, like, just invest in Facebook and Yahoo. But yeah, yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. Well, no. no that's Lotto good. and then invest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because you need the money when you're five, and you can't do that without a way true. to earn money. Um, all right. That's that's really good. It's mm-hmm. pretty obvious to me. Yeah. Getting totally, that fresh yeah. up. Plus but, I mean, the other one's pretty good as well. Think again. about it. Oh, the, to live through the 90s would be so good. Oh, yeah. Come oh. on. <laughs> I'd love that so mm. much. Like, Pokemon? Oh, my goodness. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, yeah. I mean, who am I kidding? My parents wouldn't get me a Game Boy. All right. Would you rather live your entire life in virtual reality where all your wishes are granted mm-hmm. or live in the real world? Yeah, now, I'm virtual reality. You know the whole time that it's not real. Don't care. Otherwise, virtual reality. Okay. So, you, <laughs> you opt to go into the Matrix. Like, if you were Neo, yeah. you'd go to the architect and be like... Do you want to destroy the Matrix or whatever the final thing was? I mm-hmm. can't remember. Some and you just be like, no, nah, let's keep it. It's good, bro. Yeah. I'd be like, no, no, it's good, man. Hook <laughs> yeah, me so up. Yeah. I want that chicken sludge. Actually, it's um, Phaser or whatever his name is. Yeah, it was is. Phaser. In the first one, actually decides, you know what? Just give me riches in the Matrix and I'll dob everyone in. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. And he asked to have his memory erased so he never knew there was a yeah, real, real world. world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, you wouldn't throw people under the bus, but you would opt to stay in there. Oh, gods. What? No, nothing. Okay, fair enough. Would you rather give up bathing for a month? <laughs> or Already give up, do. <laughs> or give up the internet for a month? I reckon give up the internet. Not because I think it would be better, like, more, like... Hygienic? Yeah, like, obviously it would be. But also because I would be forced to... Like, experience life instead yeah, of always sure. looking at social would, media and stuff. I would give up internet in a heartbeat for yeah. a month. If, like, if it came between bathing and internet, I'd give up the internet. Wait, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but we talked about this in person. Mm-hmm. We had a plan to do an episode where 
we don't use the internet for a week or two weeks or something. Oh, must God. have been Was a that week. me? Yeah, that was, you came up with the idea and oh, we God. talked about it on the podcast. Oh, so no masochism. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to that one. Okay. And now it's recorded on the podcast, so we'll all remember it. All right. Yeah, sure we will. Better put that in the notes. It's not as if we haven't <laughs> forgotten anything else that we've promised on the podcast, like the zombie Anyway, moving or- straight along. Okay. Um... All right, we'll do two more questions, John. Two more questions. Okay, these better be good. So, you. Oh, oh, wait. It's, I've got to ask one first. Mm-hmm. No, wait, but I just asked the virtual reality one. And then I just asked the bathing and internet one. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you did. You literally just did. <laughs> I literally that. just did. Would you rather have horrible short-term memory or horrible long-term memory? Short-term. I prefer to have horrible short-term memory. Because I don't care oh, really? about people's names, as long as I can remember everything that has happened later on, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because then I can, ter- like, I can go through my head about, okay, so that person did this, this person mean- did that, which means this, yada, yada, yada. Okay, counterpoint. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. Okay. But Ashilda from Doctor Who. Yeah. So she had a very long lifespan, but she had a normal length memory. So she would forget everything she did. But she wrote it all down in books and kept this big library that she could peruse through and remember the things she did. Yeah, true. So, perhaps we could do that. Have a good short-term memory so you can still function day to day. But then write down all the things that happened so you but can remember But short-term memory is like on. the space of a day. Oh, okay. Long-term is... Like, that's when short-term becomes long-term in the space of a day, essentially. Hmm... Yeah, it's a tough one. I think I'd have to... I, I feel term like for me. Short-term... Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. All right, what question have you got to me to finish us up? All right, let me think here. All right. This better be a good one. Would you rather be able to control animals, but not humans, oh. with your mind, or control electronics with your mind? Ooh. Or... Nah, animals would be cooler. Like, you could have a leopard just constantly in your house, ready to pounce. That'd be cool. I'd prefer electronics, though, because... Okay. Think about it. Hmm. Walk up. Oh, an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. I was just thinking, I already know how to program, so that is how you control computers. But it's a little bit less exciting. <laughs> oh, you got... Hmm. Uh, it seems as though you're having problems with launching this rocket. Don't worry, gents. I got this. For a million dollars. Oh! Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a better way of doing it. Because then it benefits people. Yeah, that that was what my plan was. Benefit people. Oh, did you break the rocket as well? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was just already broken and you were offering to help them. So, it. would you rather questions, ladies and gentlemen? Excellent conversation starters. And helpful to survive the apocalypse? Uh, because you might be bored sitting on rocks in the middle of nowhere waiting for the next rabbit to come along. True. True, very true. Climate change is going to kill us. Well, we already have seen... But not in an- the way... You think so? Not yeah, inconvenient truth. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, probably that as well. Is it still inconvenient? Oh, it's massively inconvenient. Okay. Oh, climb. no. This one is interesting. So, I recently listened to another podcast called "No Such Thing as a Fish." <gasps> How dare you listen to other podcasts? I got twelve hours a night. Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. You know, that okay, goes no, for about an hour. I need another 11 to fill up. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> no such thing as a fish. You recommended this one to me. Mm-hmm. Great. I like all Fantastic. the accents, the humor, and it's also like... Really knowledgeable. Good good facts that are great to have for your life. Exactly. So, they, I kind of stole this fact off them. And it was... um, So, climate change will kill us, obviously. And because certain ice caps are melting. I'm not talking about... Uh, like north or south. I'm talking about uh, ice sheets in Greenland or Siberia, where recently a, I think it was an elk or a deer, a moose, something like that, had died a very, very long time ago and was buried in ice in Siberia. Sorry, Siberia. That's what I'm thinking of. In Siberia. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going already. And then as everything is melting, the climate is changing, this deer which had died, came to the surface and released a whole bunch of anthrax. No. Which killed at least one person. So, 
The reason this fact came up is because they were able to actually track through uh, ice coring how well the Roman economy, the ancient Roman economy, was doing huh? due to uh, lead in the ice. Because when you're smelting silver, uh, one of the byproducts is lead, which will go up into the atmosphere and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. And they're quite a distance apart. Uh, so they're really confused about how... The yeah, where was this China. again? I'm looking at the uh, map Siberia. So Siberia, I can see, mm-hmm. is quite far away from Italy slash where Rome was. Yep. Yeah, okay, yep. So uh, that was what the fact was. But all these interesting little bits and pieces are coming up. So... There's a whole bunch of diseases out there which had gone, which we had... Take smallpox, for example. Or the Black Death. There's a whole bunch of stuff which could easily be brought back thanks to climate change. How are they survived? I guess they were preserved by the ice. The ice, yeah. Frozen. That's Put in stasis. Man, to be a bacteria would be awesome. You can just survive forever if I you want. Yeah. So, yeah, climate change is going to kill us through disease, oh, not see, just through flooding and You've taken one of the things that scares me the least, which is climate change, mm-hmm. because I honestly believe that uh, my composting business will save the world because <laughs> we'll start composting Good. everything. Yeah. And you've turned it into one of my biggest fears, which is diseases. Yeah. So, well done, Adam. It's my pleasure. It's what I do. <sighs> Take fear. Meld it into something wonderful. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, keep an eye out for, you know, floating bacterial clouds of anthrax and smallpox and black death. All that fun stuff. It'll yes. be mean, fun. This reminds me of an episode of Torchwood, which is the spin-off of Doctor Who, where there's, like, basically just a time rift. And all it does is it lets someone through from the 1800s into modern-day mm-hmm. England. And that's all it does. That person happened to have the Black Death. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, takes off, everyone catches it. No one recognises it because it doesn't exist anymore. I'm fairly certain that's not... I have to look this back up, and this is okay, a fact. Okay, what's this? The Black Death wasn't transmitted from person to person. It was transmitted through fleas. Oh, okay. I think, like I said, that's... Like, I'm not entirely sure about that, because I... I I read that somewhere, maybe. I thought it was fleas on rats and dogs, because there's obviously a lot of rats in the... um. Yeah, uh, there's a few diseases like that that people didn't understand. I think cholera was a good one. Mm-hmm. People thought that you just caught it. But it's what it really was, is um, water? manure getting into the water supply, yeah, yeah. and everyone was obviously drinking the same water. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Everyone gets sick all of a sudden, and they just were convinced that it was something transferred to witchcraft, from person to person. No, no, science. So there's probably magic. a lot of things. I can't remember. I, mean, I assume they did their research for the episode, but you know, it's just science fiction. So maybe they're like, "Oh yeah, Black Death. That's yeah, fine. That's sure. good. Yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one." I mean, why is the BBC got Australian accents? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, hey, doctor. Yeah, mate, come here. Hey, yeah, I need a hand. I'm, uh, I'm getting eaten by this alien. Hey, you. <laughs> Your, use your sonic doohickey on me, mate. Yep, yep, that's the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good now. Thanks, Doctor. Yeah, mate. Yeah. That is why... Let's get back in the TARDIS, eh? There is actually one Australian companion in the uh, uh, the series of Doctor Who, but, yeah, it's it's a fantastic experience. Fun. Mm. I have no... Is this classic? Yeah, it's old olden days. Did they talk? She like wasn't that? quite that ochre. I think she was more of a fancy Australian. Oh, I see. Ew, doctor, I do say I'm more British. <laughs> yeah, than that's British. Else. <laughs> anyway, as usual, I've diverged the conversation onto Doctor Who. As usual, yes. <laughs> I mean, I am renaming this uh, "Surviving the Apocalypse." The Doctor Who. Wait, now that doesn't really roll off. Surviving the, the Apocalypse with Doctor Who. There yeah, you know. that's mm-hmm. good. That's now the new name for the podcast. Wonderful. Um, so special shout out. Uh, to uh, Whisper, Whisper Wind, uh, who has spoken with me about the podcast. So, shout out to you, dear Whisper. Hope you're well and continue questing or weeping violently over the corpses of your enemies. Nice. Indeed. That sounds (laughs) good. That brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you very much enjoyed it. 
Hope you don't catch anthrax from a like reanimated corpse of a deer. It wasn't reanimated. Well, he just it was just a corpse. Defrosted. Yeah, yeah. defrosted. <laughs> and put a whole bunch of anthrax around. So try to avoid deer corpses in Australia, especially <laughs> um, in frozen sheets of ice in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> the country well known for being very hot. Quite warm indeed. We're approximately 1.7 kilometers away from the surface of the sun. Um, so yeah, it should be fine. One point what? One point three kilometers away from the surface of the sun. People that- walk around audibly crackling, um, <laughs> just like a you know, like a pig roasting over a spit. That's essentially what we sound like. Like it's not flat Earth conspiracy. The Earth is actually shaped like a gigantic tube, and Australia is right near the sun. <laughs> a tube. Now I've got a new story to write. Okay, um, a new Facebook tube page. Earth theory. Tube <laughs> Earth theory. Yeah. <laughs> Flat Earth Theory is real, guys. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're ending before we get lots of angry emails. Yeah. Thank you very much, and we can't wait to talk to you again. I've been Adam and John. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Good night. Never have Mexican food before recording the podcast is what we've discovered. <laughs> Probably a good idea. When Tyson got me to check my levels on screen view time warp, mm-hmm. it's like, how low, how low do you normally get? And I knew I was going to talk about Doctor Who. So I was like, oh, I'll probably get to about, about this one. <laughs> and then he turned me way down. <laughs> hey there. Just wanted to leave you guys a special message. Yes. This is, uh, Coming to you right directly in your ear holes. And I'm coming from the other ear hole. This is not weird at all. Not at all. Hey, don't look over your shoulder. <gasps> oh, I could have just hidden away. Maybe I'm what? hiding in your back seat. Maybe I'm hiding in the bushes. And then it's even cooler. You can like... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well you just ruined the mystique of it, John. Well done. Oh, okay. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, just got a bit Good enough. <laughs>